Today, we're talking about the comment section on your radio station website. Do comments work? What options are out there and are they worth your time? This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites. The podcast wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Thanks a lot for joining us this week. Well, we get the question pretty often about enabling the comment section on your radio station website and the ones that we create. Uh, Are comments worth the time and effort? Uh, Do comments actually work? And what options are out there as far as comments on your website? Because there's lots of different options out there depending on the website that you have. Personally, I never really thought about the comments that much because, well, I'll just be honest, they take a lot of time to moderate, especially on a busy website. And we're talking about improving the good comments, removing the spam comments, So I really didn't think too deeply into the comment section. We basically told stations, look, it's just up to you guys if you want to moderate them or not. A lot of stations don't want to take the time. However, we talked with Lou Vito. He's got a group of stations up at thepeakofohio.com. That's their website. And they are very passionate about including website comments. Aren't you, Lou? That's correct. Yeah, we are. And how long have you been doing comments on your website? Oh, man, I bet you since uh, as soon as – when did Facebook come out? I think it was right about the same time. Uh, okay. And, and 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 there was a void in our community because the only really strong element in the newspaper, our biggest competitor at the time, was their uh, forum. They called it the forum where people would write in and voice their opinion on things, whether it be a topic they said or whatever. And I always thought, man, if I can just own that element, then I can – really kind of hurt my competitor mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and really make the radio station have one more strong point and dominate this community for, uh, for the media. So I started doing uh, comments and, and really everybody, everybody, and I mean, everybody was against it on my staff. They said, no, it's going to be all this. The people are going to swear. They're going and I really was adamant about doing it. I said, listen, we have to do this. And we did. And, uh, and, you know, the newspaper still lasted for a long time with their element that they had that was so strong, you know, their forum. And over time, with other uh, problems with the newspaper, the forum disappeared. So it really made us uh, stand out because we were the only place where you, people can voice their opinion. It was like the average Joe in the community had a say. At least somebody would listen to them. So uh, it was like a town crier kind of thing or, or a coffee shop or mm-hmm. – uh, I didn't want it to be like a beauty salon where everybody talked gossip like Topics was. And Topics was, was really popular in our community at the time, but it was all gossip. So we, we, we really started focusing on uh, you know, making the comments by, uh, by eliminating the ones that were gossip and keeping them in, in, in line with the, the, the story that they were commenting on. And we do have a lot of problems. There's, there's always a, you know, two or three people that have to show off and – you know, type uh, some nasty things, but uh, it's worth it in the long run. I think having a, a voice in your community, having that engagement, having people voicing their opinions, and, and, and you know, if anything, it makes some people feel really good about, hey, I, I said what was on my mind, and I feel good about it. 
if if we can accomplish that, then I thought we've accomplished what I set out to do because now we're the only place where your voice can be heard and we do listen. And honestly, when it's, when it is something that's a little off, it, it doesn't make sense or it's a little mean, tons of people will come back and put that person in their place if they're trying to be funny or if they're acting out of hand. Now, if it gets really bad, I, I, we, we do ban the listener or the viewer in this case or the commenter, or, or we just take it off. Occasionally we have to do that, but not too often. In fact, our biggest spammer, the biggest problem we have are some robots, some bots are out there that uh, that are saying things like, you know, work from home and make $2,000 a day. Right kind of sort of thing. But other than that, I mean, and, and we're on that. I got several people that look at it, look at it daily. Uh, we get um, 2.8 million page views per month. So we're, we're it, the, our site is pretty active in a community of, you know, our town's only like 14,000. So uh, there's a lot of uh, sharing that goes on. A lot of people that, that look at the comments. I mean, we are getting page views because of our comments. Have you kind of noticed what kinds of articles that you create get more comments yeah. than others? Of course, yes. The more controversial the story, the the it's so and it's sad. It's the ones that you know the the, the ones that the more sick the person is, <laughs> the more they comment. I got gotcha. you. You know, drugs are big on it. You know, if they're a druggie and um, you know people will comment. So I guess when we get headshots from the police blotters, when we do that, we, we tend to get more comments. And and, it, it, and there's a lot of boneheads that, that do some stuff that are really crazy that people want to comment on. But it's comical in some of the comments for people, you know, what they say. And it's, it's just, it does cause people to uh, – it is clickbait. Yeah. And, 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 but that, that is a side effect of it. And, yeah, it helps your, your page views and stuff and it helps your advertisers. But the real, real cause – the real, real reason why I do it is it is an opportunity for people to voice their opinion. Sure, sure. Do you, and, and do you and your team spend much time moderating these comments per day or is it – Yes. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, there we do because there's so many comments that we do, and during the weekdays it's not bad because we have people that look at it every couple hours, but on the weekends is when those bots go to work. Let me tell you, <laughs> and uh, and it's usually me and my wife and maybe one other person that, that monitor it on the weekends. The weekends are our toughest time, so honestly, we don't have as much problem with people making comments that are foolish or or obscene. It's those bots that we have a problem with. And it, mm. our, our comments aren't coming through Discuss or, or any of those other kinds of uh, programs. It's coming through Facebook. So it really is a Facebook issue, but I can't seem to get anybody over there to help us with that issue. So we're, we're just constantly monitoring it. And, and like you said, these comments actually become part of the content that you have. People you are going to your website looking to, especially for the comments. Yeah, you know, for example, today we uh, – it happens. Our newsman spelled the word wrong. And I had so many comments on that that I finally, uh, it, it, you know, I go, holy cow, they're right. So I went and corrected the spelling and, and stuff like this. So, it, it, you know, they're not being mean. They're just saying, hey, uh, you spelled that word wrong. Or, and, and there's several people that will tell us. So they kind of keep us in line, too, with that. And, and it keeps my people in line because our news people, I, I would say, listen, you know, you got to make sure you proofread everything. I mean, we got every kind of grammarly and everything else you can use because, you know, you don't want to be uh, – I, I want some integrity in the community, and so do you. And it keeps our news people on their toes, too. So it doesn't happen very often, but it happened today. And I had some people uh, comment about it. Awesome, Lou. Thank you so much for jumping into the podcast today. Thank you. See you later, Jim.
I initially talked to Lou a couple weeks ago about the comments and seeing how passionate he was about the comment section and how he had to have a comment section on his radio station website. It got me wanting to research more about them. And today's episode is really what my research has found about comments. Now, one of the most important aspects of the website comment system is allowing your visitors to have a voice. As Lou said, if they have spent their time reading through your content and want to share an experience or have a question or concern, or maybe even you spelled a, a word wrong, they should be able to tell you this very, very easily. Sure. Now they could go and find the article on your station Facebook page and comment there, but that requires extra steps, leaving the website, opening up Facebook, finding the article, and then comment it. Most people will not do that because that's not easy. It's not worth their time to, do, to take all of those steps. Being able to share their point of view directly on your website as soon as they finish reading your content helps to build a stronger relationship with your audience. This means that they are more likely to sign up for your station newsletter, download the station app, or follow the station on other social platforms. Whatever you really you want to do, you're building that trust on your website. And comments don't just fuel discussion on your website. They also improve the website as a whole because they're adding to your content that you've created. Whether the visitor is a search engine robot or an actual person, comments are viewed as additional content, and they increase the overall page or post length. Uh, that means if your news or your blog post is 600 words long, then you have 400 words worth of comments below the post. That means your post is judged as being a thousand words total by search engines. And that's, isn't that cool? Comments are a wonderful asset in this regard because your audience is helping to write the content for you and keeping your content fresh. If a post hasn't been updated in a long time, well, then Google and other search engines view this as kind of dated copy. But if you have somebody commenting on that post every day, then it's new every day. This engagement keeps visitors on your website longer too. And the longer a visitor stays on your site, that's another ranking metric for search engines also. So commenters help the optimization of your site within search engines or your SEO. I had no idea about this, <laughs> and I was uh, very, very excited to read this revelation because we've mentioned this before that you should base your content around certain keywords, all right? Search engines crawl content and rank them appropriately according to these keywords that you set. For example, uh, the keyword for this article or episode would be, you guessed it, comments. So you pick your main keyword. Well, within your content, you can also be ranked for other related keywords. This is known as Latin semantic indexing keywords. Now, these are keywords that are relative to the subject, but don't match it exactly. In other words, you could write a post targeting one main keyword, but actually get indexed and ranked for other keywords within the same piece of content. For instance, if we had comments enabled for this blog post on our website, the commenters may be talking about which comment plugin is the best or which comment moderation tool is the best. Well, if enough people mention the word or keyword comment plugin in their comments, well, this article could appear within search for comment plugin or comment moderation or something like that, or comments, which is plural and a different keyword. So that's what LSI keywords can do for your content. 
Now, allowing comments on your website is also a great way to enhance your contents. You may find that people ask a question because an article that you wrote failed to provide maybe a key piece of information that they were looking for in the article. Well, a question posed in the comments section would allow you the ability to uh, either make the addition there, which still adds to your uh, overall content, or it gives you a chance to go back and change the article content altogether, adding in that new piece of information. Comments from your listeners, they could provide you with ideas in creating more helpful and engaging content for later on, because the more comments that you have on a piece of content, the more likely they are to comment and engage with a similar piece of content later on. Just remember that people are more likely to comment if there's already at least one comment on the page. Uh, if you know, It's kind of like when people call in on a new phone topic. It's sometimes hard to get that first person to call in, but when they do, it opens up the floodgates and then everybody else wants a piece of the conversation. So once you have a flow of comments and opinions, it's more likely that other people will add their points of view within the comment section too. Very often, this dialogue can be created between visitors in your comment section, and all of this content is going to benefit the piece of content that you created in the first place. All of us right there on the website. Now, not all comments are good ones. Uh, only approve good quality and relevant comments to the article or the page that the comments are on. Comments that are not relevant and are maybe spam in nature can actually do more damage to your site than good. For example, a comment like great article or excellent. Thanks for posting this. These are all nice comments, but they don't add any value or great dialogue to the article itself. In these situations, you can reply privately with a, you know, thanks for commenting email, but don't approve the comment to be visible on the website. That personal reply might even help further a one-on-one -on -one connection with that visitor more than the comment would. Now, of course, you want to always identify if it's an actual commenter and not some of these robots that are trying to post their malware links in your comment section. Now, there will come a time when you have to deal with negative comments. No matter how politely you are and how, how good your team is at writing content, uh, you're bound to receive negative comments along the way. There's just no avoiding that. And the beauty is that everyone gets a chance to give their opinion. So really, you should embrace that. One of the worst things that you can do on your website is to ignore negative comments or never post them at all and not even re reply to them privately. It's going to give that reader one more reason to dislike your website. And ultimately, that's going to transfer over to not liking your radio station. And that also could give them a reason to leave more negative comments down the road. Now, if your post was missing something or you misspelled a word or the wrong message was conveyed, then apologize and move on, accepting that not every reader will agree. Just remember to look at every one of these opportunities as a chance to win another ambassador to your radio station. And then there are spam comments. You're going to have to look out for those as well. You, and really, you, sh you should understand why spam comments appear in the first place. Essentially, most spam comments are a part of someone's poor SEO strategy aimed at getting more links back to their website from your website. And... <laughs> This is really not the answer to get higher ratings. By the way, you know, search engines all actually penalize websites for doing this. 
but a lot of folks have still not got the memo and they use this special spamming software to send this garbage out to every website that it can get its hands on. It doesn't have anything to do with your website personally. Now, if your website is open for comments, sooner or later, you're going to experience comment spam. And as your website grows, well, then spam can really become a daily hassle. But there are some ways to combat spam comments. Number one is enable comment moderation. This means that every comment will be emailed to you for approval before it gets published on your website. Hands down, this should be required of every website allowing comments. You never want to open the floodgates and let every comment be automatically approved. This is guaranteeing you will have malware and spam on your website. Number two is turn off trackbacks. Trackbacks are a notification that someone else has linked to one of your posts. Uh, picture a trackback as a conversation that links the two blogs together. And so you want to turn these off because when there's no trackbacks, there's no reason for them to leave a comment because nobody's going to see their, their link. Number three is automatically close comments after X number of days on your post. Now, you're most likely going to get comments on new posts within the first few days, maybe even a week or two. But spam robots, they will try to add comments regardless of the article date. Even a, a, a post that you put on there last year may receive new comments today. So setting a turnoff date for comments is a great idea. And number four, use a comment blacklist. This means that your website looks for specific spammy words or websites or IP addresses. And when those pop up, those are automatically kicked out to the trash file. You don't even see them. And then last, use a comment moderation plugin to monitor your website. Uh, these include Akismet, CleanTalk, Anti-Spam, Anti-SpamB, Titan Anti-Spam, and WP Bruiser. Now, these are all WordPress plugins but if you're on a different platform, you can search for plugins that will help you there as well. All of these will filter out the comments based on certain criteria. They'll all have to be set up with, uh, with settings. Some have free options, but most are paid for for any kind of business setting website. So what about third-party comment systems? If you have a WordPress website, comments are built in to the website ecosystem. They're a part of every post and page and everything like that. However, there are other options that you could choose, like Lou mentioned Facebook comments. There's also Jetpack comments, Discuss, Intense Debate, and Thrive comments. When we have links to all of these things that we've mentioned here in the podcast within the show notes, uh, Facebook comments is the only one of these third-party services that are free. Lou and a few other site administrators that we've talked to say that you have to manually remove spam comments. So there's no way around automatically kicking them out. Uh, that means that they appear for a short period of time before they are removed. And then like Lou said, more of them happen on the weekend for some reason, and that's going to disrupt your weekend if you have to spend time knocking all of these comments out. So I think we've learned that the moderation tools within Facebook comments must be improved for this to be a trusted option. Now, the other paid options that we've mentioned either use algorithms or force logins to eliminate spammers from commenting on your website. This means they have to be logged in there in order to comment on your website, but they're not completely spam free. Each have their pros and cons, and you can research those. I've, again, we, we've given you links to them in the show notes. The main pro, though, of these third-party commenting systems is that the comments use their data centers rather than your server 
that your site is hosted on. If the load from your comments isn't on your website server, then it means you won't have to deal with the enormous comments database that can slow your website down over time. Now, we recommend culling old comments that are at least a year old to keep your website running fast. There's simply no reason to keep old comments on your website for long periods of time because chances are you've gotten the SEO goodness from that uh, when the post was new, and now it's just taking up space. Nobody's going to come back and do a search for something that somebody mentioned in a comment two years ago. <laughs> they may search for the article, but they're not going to search for something that uh, they may have found in the comments. The likelihood of that is very, very minimal. So wrapping up, is there time involved with moderating comments? You heard Lou earlier. Yeah. He, they, they do spend some time moderating those comments, but in order to save that time, you never want to open your comments to be automatically approved across the board. That is opening yourself up to spam, malware, blacklisting on Google. Oh, there are some horror stories out there. Now, should you allow comments on everything? No, you should not. Contests, events, and other things that only appear on your website for maybe a couple weeks at a time, they may not warrant opening up comments for so you can pick and choose. Personally, I recommend allowing comments for the local news posts that you and your team create. If you are importing national news of some caliber like ABC News or Pulse content, I probably wouldn't open comments to those categories because unless you have the time to devote to moderating those. Are comments good? For most radio station websites, I would say absolutely. If your readers love the news and blog posts that you're creating, then they're going to keep coming back. And comments are just one aspect of building trust and keeping that connection with that audience. In some cases, comments can even attract more eyes than the article that they're about. People come just for the comments. So if you can encourage your readers to involve themselves, engage, and then share your content out, well, then better rankings and more visitors to your website are just a part of that reward. Not to mention the whole SEO goodness that's happening behind the scenes. I hope this podcast has helped you decide whether you want to put comments on your website or not. Please help us out by sharing this with a colleague and signing up for our newsletter. Do you need help with your radio station website? We'd love to help you there as well. Reach out to us at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.